Hello to you. If you have never seen any of my videos, my name is David and you are looking at a video from Words of Light Bible Study on Facebook and YouTube and other platforms. These videos are Bible study and Bible topic videos. I make these videos to tell people about the urgent necessity to receive Jesus Christ as their Savior, to accept the truth of God's Holy Word. This should perhaps not be a difficult thing to address, however human nature and the workings in each man's mind can keep men and women from believing God's Word or even reading God's Word and accepting Jesus Christ as their King, as their Savior, as their Redeemer. If you have been avoiding God's Word, I ask you to assume no more that you have plenty time left to keep ignoring God's Word. You exist in time, but you do not control time. God controls time. Now let's get into this video a little bit. It is now time to get off the fence. It is now time to not straddle the fence. If you are not familiar with these terms, I am simply saying that you cannot have one foot in the world serving Satan, who is the God of this world, and have the other foot in God's church. You cannot serve two masters at the same time. You cannot kind of believe God's word. You cannot kind of believe that Jesus is the Son of God, the living word, God in flesh. By the way, when I said God's church, I was not and I do not refer to some particular denomination. God's church is made up of believers down through the ages and believers now in this present church age. The church age is altogether another topic. From the book of Matthew chapter 6 and verse 24 and from the King James Version I read, No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. In this verse, the word mammon in the Greek personifies the god of materialism. All things the god of this world, Satan, offers you and me. Things that can, for example, keep you from reading God's Word. We, of course, have to exist and function in this material world. I am not saying otherwise. I am saying that whatever you dwell on, in fact, and in your mind, will counsel your heart to either dance to the tune of this world or to heed God's Holy Word. You cannot do both, regardless of what you might think. It is time for you to get off the fence. Listen to the words of the book of Revelation, chapter 3, verses 15 and 16. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou wert cold or hot, so then because thou art lukewarm, and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. In this verse, the Lord God is speaking to the church at Laodicea. This church existed in the past, and now represents what condition the church will be in during the last days before the return of Christ. The members of this church called themselves Christians and they were straddling the fence. One foot in the world and one foot in the church, so to say. There are seven churches in the book of Revelation that represent God's church as it moves through the church age or church ages. It is my belief that Christians are now and have been for some time in the church age of the church of Philadelphia and phasing into the last church called the church of Laodicea. The seven churches of the church age is a study in itself as I already stated. But understand that there is no point of time on the clock, say 2 a.m. some morning, we cannot say, oh, 
we are now in the Laodicean church age. The Philadelphia church age was over and done with at 1.59 a.m. There's a transitional period of time for these events and only God knows the complete and final workings of such matters. Some men spend time trying to predict when Jesus will return to earth. I say to you that you need to spend time in God's holy word to build your faith in the truth of God's word and to confess to God and to men that you receive God's Son as your Savior, and to do this from a true and real belief from your heart. You and I cannot possibly know the exact time when Christ will appear in the clouds above earth to rapture out his church. That is to say, to take from the earth in an instant all men and women who have accepted Christ as their personal Savior. What you and I can know is that world events now indicate that Christ's return is close. From the book of First Thessalonians, uh, chapter 4 and verses 16 through 18 I read, For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. These words describe the coming rapture of God's church. That is to say, God's children. You may be a grown man or a woman, but if you have Jesus as your Savior, you are also a child a child of God. In this rapture of the church that we are reading about, Jesus does not yet set foot on earth. That comes later after the tribulation, when Jesus returns to destroy his enemies. It would be well for you to not be here on earth during that time. Remember that you do not control time, God controls time. And you and I do not know how much time remains before Jesus returns to earth in the sky, in the clouds, to take away his children, those past and present. Please listen to the words of First Thessalonians chapter 4 and verses 15 and 16. From the King James Version of the Holy Bible, I read once again, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first, then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Are you a young man or a woman that spends a lot of time on your cell phone? Do you use your cell phone to communicate to your friends about worthwhile things, and to manage matters concerned with your job and family? Or do you willingly use your cell phone for useless things? Things that lead your mind to fruitless, wasteful, and hurtful, and vain endeavors? Some men and women, and they don't have to be young, spend a big part of their day using their phone to look at themselves, to admire themselves. You may well be asking yourself why I am bothering to talk about cell phones. I am talking about cell phones right now because I want you to think about how good things in our lives can be used to keep us away from God, away from God's Word. Listen to God's Word from the book of 2 Timothy chapter, chapter 3 and verse 2. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boosters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. With these words God is describing the apostasy, the abandonment of belief in His Holy Word. You can either watch the news on television or you might consider reading the Bible as well. For example, read from the book of 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 1 through 4. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boosters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, 
despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Things that you use in this world, and not just cell phones, even things that you use of necessity, can be misused in such a way as to cause you to go with the current, to be carried away from the truth of God's word. God gives you a path to life, eternal life, through his living word, through Jesus. Satan, the God of this world, offers you a path to death, to wasted time, to a wasted life. Whether you realize it or not, whether you have taken the time to think about your own standing before God and the standing of those you are responsible for, you do, right now, serve either God or the deceiving liar of this world, Satan. You cannot say you are neutral. You cannot say that you will think about it some other time. Even Satan is running out of time and cannot change that fact. I ask, where does that leave you? God gives you no recourse for neutrality. You cannot sit on the fence. Listen to the words of Matthew chapter 12 and verse 30. He who is not with me is against me, and he who does not gather with me scatters abroad. When I make these video clips, I like to travel around in the Bible. I can do this because even though the Bible was written across centuries, and of course by many different men in many different places, the Holy Spirit worked in time past and works now to preserve God's holy word. Someone asked me once after watching one of my topical video clips, what's your point? This was an insincere question, a disingenuous prod. Wherever we go in the Bible readings and Bible study, there is always a path that points to one important place, one important point, one truth, and that truth is Jesus Christ. From the book of John, King James Version, chapter 14 and verse 6, I read, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Listen to the words of John chapter 4 and verse 1. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. I read again from the book of John and chapter 14, but this time verse 9. Jesus saith unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, Show us the Father? It is astounding that many men professing to be Christian have no realization of who Jesus actually is and where he is right now. The book of Mark, chapter 16 and verse 19, I read, So then, after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and set on the right hand of God. It seems that for everything good that God freely gives to men and women, Satan has a counterfeit offering. And these counterfeit offerings are accepted by people more often than God's real love and grace. I read now from 2 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 4. For if he that cometh preacheth another Jesus, whom we have not preached, or if ye receive another spirit, which ye have not received, or another gospel, which ye have not accepted, ye might well bear with him. Listen now to the same verse from the Good News Translation. For you gladly tolerate anyone who comes to you and preaches a different Jesus, not the one we preached. And you accept a spirit and a gospel completely different from the spirit and the gospel you received from us. From the book of John, chapter 6 and verse 63, King James Version, I read, It is the spirit that quickeneth the flesh, profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. I need to read God's word every day. You need to read God's word without any excuses that cause you to not do so. Satan is real and he does not want you to read God's word. You don't have to understand everything 
in God's Word to receive Jesus as your personal Savior and King and Redeemer, but you must read God's Word, especially now as the last days unfold right before your eyes. 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, King James Version. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. Now it said, great is the mystery of godliness. It didn't say great is the mystery of godliness to some people and others understand it completely. It says great is the mystery. And that's where faith comes in. Romans chapter 10 and verse 17. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. You need to read God's word. Now let's travel to the Old Testament, Isaiah chapter 45 and verse 22, King James Version. Look unto me, and be ye saved, all the ends of the earth, for I am God, and there is none else. I ask you to start reading God's word if you are not doing so. Don't sit on the fence, because if you do, you are dancing to the music of Satan. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8 reads, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. If you are ignoring God's holy word, you are not neutral. You are a follower of the lesser God of this world. 2 Corinthians 4, 4, chapter 4, verse 4. In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. I hope to see you in my next video clip. You can also check out many other clips at Words of Light Bible Study. Let me say that God loves you with a love you cannot even begin to understand. Men and women can love, but our love is simply not as overpowering as God's love for you and I. Something for you to think about in a world that has so much careless and unnatural love. Thanks for watching. I hope to see you later.